Hey, what's going on? My name's Coach Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we'll explore topics that inspire you to be yourself, live your truth, and make lasting friendships. In this episode, I'm going to discuss what it means to be a competent communicator. If you've heard that term before, then you might have been a Toastmaster. If you don't know what that is, don't worry. I'm going to tell you all about it in this episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Toastmasters is an international speaking and leadership organization. The organization boasts that you will become a better leader and speaker by following their curriculum, by practicing. So every two weeks or so, depending on your club, you'll meet with them for about an hour, an hour and a half. You'll practice some facet of speaking, leadership, or listening skills. And when you complete each part of the curriculum, you'll get an award you'll get something to signify that you have completed it. In the very first 10 projects, when you complete those, you get a Competent Communicator Award. An award that says you are a speaker who can speak all the speakings. You see how well it worked for me? (laughs) No, what it really means is that you are going to be competent when it comes to making a speech. I had been a member of the organization for more than six years, and I've completed several projects. Those projects were enough to earn me competent communicator certificates, as well as competent leadership and several other kinds of certificates. I even completed my distinguished Toastmaster certificate. Now, I'm not saying this because I'm bragging. This is not a humble brag, blah, blah, blah. No, no, it's not. I'm saying this because there's a whole different type of communication you need when you have interpersonal connective communication. I thought that I'd be validated by having a competent communicator certificate or two framed and nailed to my wall. I thought that I would be a competent connective communicator, but that's not the case. Now, let me tell you my story. I had several framed Toastmaster awards on my wall, including the competent communicator, competent leadership, advanced communicator, advanced leadership. They were just fine when I went on vacation. When I returned about two weeks later, I saw that the competent communicator had shattered on the floor. It's the only one that had fallen. I was shocked and I was dismayed to see my carefully hung award spread in the little shards of glass but i understood why it was there i don't mean to say that i understand how gravity works yes what goes up must come down but i mean i understand why it was there and why i returned home to see it in that exact moment because my actions during that vacation did not reflect what a competent communicator was supposed to be As a competent communicator, I should be able to share my thoughts and feelings freely and connect with anyone. That's what I thought. 
That's what the award represented to me. But while I was on vacation, I had an opportunity to share an idea, but I was absolutely afraid to do it. I thought that I'd be laughed at and rejected. I was so self-conscious and so unsure that I didn't speak. What makes this worse is that we fear rejection from strangers and people that we don't know, but our closer friends, this was the person that I was afraid to be rejected by. If you can't speak your truth to your friends, then who can you speak it to? It was only a few days after the trip when I was safe from total humiliation, rejection, and having someone laugh in my face that I was able to express my idea to them. You see, it was after I came home, I saw the Competent Communicator Award shred to pieces on the floor, right where it belonged, because I hadn't lived up to it. I thought, whoa, that put something in perspective for me there. If I can't speak about what's important to me and have it received by my friends, then what am I doing? But I didn't have the courage then. Hindsight is 2020, right? But I could still speak. I could still say something. I wasn't in close proximity with them. So the opportunity to be face to face had gone. But I could still talk to them. And I shared. And guess what? They didn't laugh. They were also relieved. But also regretful and embarrassed that I didn't express this idea before. (laughs) I can laugh at this experience now, but I'd like to think that that competent communicator award jumped off the wall just by itself. It's like, hey Lee, I don't belong here. You're not doing it right. And I would agree. You know, I always thought that I knew what to do when it comes to making friends. But many times, even though I had friends, I found myself very lonely. That's because I didn't know that I was doing this, keeping myself from them, hiding who I am, hiding my thoughts and my feelings, assuming that they're going to reject me for it. If you're hiding what's important to you around your close friends, I invite you to maybe reconsider why they're your close friends. I'll be right back with the answer Reddit friendship advice question. This friendship advice question is called becoming the therapist friend. Okay, so I'm a full-time remote psychology student and I'm extremely passionate about helping people who are struggling. It's definitely something I want to build a career in, but I found a lot of my friends approach me with their problems and issues. It was fine at first, but being that I work full-time, On top of balancing remote schooling, it can be exhausting. I have really been struggling to set up boundaries with everyone. I know that I'm in a space where people feel comfortable about being vulnerable, but it really is taxing to deal with their issues all the time. Especially one of my friends. It seems like they're being super invasive of my personal life and it makes me uncomfortable. I know they might not have the intentions I'm perceiving, but it feels like they want me to get the hint that they like me romantically, but I don't feel the same connection. It's possible that I need to work on my availability to build and maintain boundaries, 
but it gets hard from time to time. Any advice? Wow, you know, this happens a lot when we have people who are the rock, the quote rock, the strong person of the friendship group who always seems to have the answers or to have insight for something. And we we develop friendships with people like that who don't often show that they're vulnerable themselves. They just take out everybody's vulnerability. They they take on everybody's vulnerability and they make it safe and comfortable for them. So they surrounded themselves probably unintentionally or unbeknowingly to them that only see them as a solid, sturdy rock and a person who will always be there to support them and take their issues. But we're human and it's important to be able to have a balance of both. You can also be that rock because you have the knowledge and the information and the attitude to make people feel comfortable and safe. But you also have to do that for yourself because as you're saying, you're getting burnt out. You have a lot of things going on in your life and emotional labor is still the same kind of labor as lifting heavy rocks. It is the same kind of energy. Well, it is energy that you are using to complete a task. So it's not a small thing that you're doing. What I recommend, though, is that you really, really work on being more vulnerable yourself. Because I think that what's happening here is you're not setting a clear boundary with people saying that this is what you want to do for yourself. That's what I believe boundaries are. It's not about setting limits on what other people do. It's not about saying no to other people. It's about saying yes to yourself. In situations where you need to say yes to yourself, it may look like you aren't able to carry the weight of what they're dealing with. So it may you may feel like, well, I'm vulnerable in this moment because I'm not as strong as you think I should be. That could be something that you may consider thinking about. But the point is, is that it's draining you because you are not able to carry on so much weight. And the more powerful thing to do in the moment is to recognize that you can't continue this way. You can't. You need to recharge. You need to take a step back and you need to make sure that you keep saying yes to yourself. I know that there is great pleasure in being able to help your friends, being able to say yes to them. But if you're unable to speak the truth about how you feel, then they aren't going to be able to be close friends for you. If they're not able to hear that you need a break, that you need assistance, that you need something for yourself, they're not going to be able to be close friends to you. Because a close friend would have your well-being in mind. They would not want to keep dumping things on you, knowing that it hurts you. I recommend that you start setting boundaries that sound like this. I need a break. I am going to stop answering questions for a while. I will let you know when I will start answering questions again or start being the therapist friend again. Something along those lines. A couple of points. Make sure that it is about your behavior. You speak about the behavior that you are going to do. I am going to do this. You are not going to do anything against anyone else. You're not going to say, 
I'm not going to answer your questions. It's all about you and how you feel. It's boundaries are more of an expression of yourself, more so than a rejection of another person. So if you can clearly say as much of it about yourself as in I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and less about the other person, it makes it easier for them to see it's about you. These are your needs. And as a bonus, if they receive that well, then you can share a little bit about you. Be a little vulnerable with them and share what else is going on in your life that contributes to the drain. What is it that's draining about the situation to you in hopes that this won't be a temporary fix. This will be a long-term adjustment to the kind of friendship and connection that you have. They will understand that you need a break sometimes because they don't get to see that. Open up and show them. All right. I thank you for asking the question. I know you didn't ask me to answer, but I did. And I hope that this helps you. Best of luck. Take care. My name is Coach Lee Hopkins, and you have been listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. You can find me at PatternsofPossibility.com and on all social media at Patterns of Possibility. And as always, I want to encourage you to be yourself, live your truth, and there you'll make lasting friendships.